That's what drove me for so much of my life is that desire to help others. Mm. I remember this point in my life where I was just like, oh my gosh, I am the most important project. I had all these projects, the healing forum and, and my work and this, and, and I was running meditations by donation. I was doing this and I was getting this community up and running. I was doing all these things to help and inspire people. And, and then all of a sudden it was like, ding dong. Hello, message coming through. You're actually the most important person and most important project to universal love. Start taking care of yourself, sweetheart. Because once we have a full cup, then of course, the joy is in serving in the world. Have you ever wondered what happens when a doctor goes through burnout? How do they recover or treat themselves? Plus, how do we as mums give love from a place of fullness and power? And when we're stressed, how do we change our mindset to one of, I've got this and peace? Today, I am honored to share a beautiful conversation with Dr. Fiona Empleman. But before we do, if you haven't yet joined our Happiness Club, please do so. The link is in the show notes. Come join us as we share, connect, and support each other through life. So Dr. Fee is a former medical doctor of over 15 years turned transformation coach and healer who has supported hundreds of women to overcome burnout, reconnect with themselves and to embrace their bliss. She is the founder of Bliss Sisterhood, a place to call home for women daring to be great, knowing that this starts pouring love into themselves first. So if you've ever wanted to get the full holistic picture of how to move from a place of burnout and lack to joy and fullness, then this is the conversation for you. We explore the science behind our emotional needs and how shifting our mindset and emotions can lead to lasting changes that lead to more joy. Dr. Fee is living her bliss, following a bhakti path, which is one of love, devotion, and surrender, and inspiring women to embrace quantum leaps in their health, love, career, and life. So let's jump right in, shall we? Hi, Dr. Fee, how are you? I am feeling so happy. I'm very, very grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, what a joy to have you here. So just so that our listeners know, I actually had the pleasure of meeting Fee or Dr. Fee as a client some oh, years ago, five years ago or so. And I was lucky enough to witness the gifts, the wondrous gifts that she has as a healer and a wise woman and the strength, love and compassion that she has is truly, truly outstanding. Mm. So thank you from a personal, from me mm. and thank you for being here as well because I know that the, the listeners are going to get a lot from you today. So thank you. Oh, it's so good to be here. We've just spent a few minutes, haven't we, just reconnecting. It's like, oh my God soul sisters coming together like this is so good how are you oh my gosh yeah so it's so so lovely reconnecting and thank you thank you for your it words certainly is so let's get a little bit of an introduction to who you are and what you do I think that's a great place to start ah so yeah I am Dr Fee I'm a former medical doctor but I guess really Right now in this phase or this chapter of my life, I am someone who is a healer and a transformation coach and I just love to love. I love helping women to truly normalize pouring love into themselves, what that means in terms of a real state of fullness, a heart full so that they can really be more, you know, give more and just shine their light more because you know, as a mum, we all know our children feel us, right? <laughs> They're plugged into us and our relationships. I mean, how we feel really influences the joy, the connection, the intimacy that we get and the joy, the pleasure we have in life. And then also really as we do this process of really reconnecting to ourselves, living life in a way that we are, you know, just like, who am I? What do I want? What do I need? How do I give myself what I need? we become unstoppable. And that to me is the path to having this ever-expanding blissful life. And so in terms of who I am, I mean, I'm someone who's taken many, many leaps in my life because I do embody what I teach. And, you know, there's, there's times where I get caught up in the duality of life and lose myself along the ways, which is the perfect, always the perfect classroom 
that brings me back into the truth of who I am and my own personal power and and this beautiful grace that I have that as I do it I get to inspire women to do the same and so you know when we get that calling of more when we reconnect to ourselves it's like this sense of wow there's more for me and then we can give ourselves permission to do that as big-hearted ambitious driven women Sometimes there's leaps that have to happen, you know, and we have to let go of old roles and old definitions and old ways of doing things. So as you said, you know, I was formerly a medical doctor. (laughs) Now I'm a a transformation coach for women, helping women out of burnout and reconnecting with themselves and living a life that they truly, truly love. So, you know, that's, that's the chapter that I'm in at the moment. And it's just constantly, you know, evolving and growing because that's, that's the work. Yeah, it's all so remarkable. What an honour for you to be able to be of service in such a beautiful way and in such a huge way. Mm. But also what an honour that we get to work with you and have you in all of those different capacities, you know? (laughs) Well, I think that's, I think this is the beautiful truth. Like what is good for me is good for you is good for all of us. And so there is immense grace. Like I pinch myself going, my gosh, I get to do this. work I get to connect with the most beautiful women who have just lost a sense of themselves and to really support them in leading themselves through that to discover what's on the other side and you know therefore together we're walking each other home that's the definition of it and Mm -hmm. to be able to just recognize this is not about you know being positive and you know rah-rah and like oh like get out there and drive and feel the fear and do it that's that's the wrong energy that's a masculine energy this is about us tapping into our truest power the feminine and it's not about you know what we stereotype as being feminine it's more about this essence first which is How do you experience that if you're checked out of life, disconnected from yourself? So it's such a joy (laughs) to support women to do it because then all the time I'm being inspired. I'm seeking the evidence. I find the evidence. The way I got here was because in medicine as a doctor, helping my patients, my clients to prove the impossible as being possible with their healing, their health, and they've been told nothing else can be done. You're going to have to put up with this. You've been in chronic fatigue for 20 years now. You you know, this is it. Or this issue is, and that's it. This diagnosis, you just have to take medications. There's nothing else. And seeing people and helping people to, to, to go beyond the mind, go beyond possibility, to really embrace more is you know there's selfish reasons in this because it's like the evidence comes back and I'm thirsty for it it's delicious to watch women in their power it's delicious to see people aspiring to do great things and 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 really doing that for themselves again what's good for me is good for you is good for us yeah so how how keeps coming up how do we do this how do we get ourselves to love ourselves more and we've got so much on and being a mum can be challenging at at best not to mention adding the work and adding the expectations and Mm. rah 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 how do we how do you achieve this like how are you (laughs) show us give us the secrets (laughs) give it to me (laughs) i think the key has to be simplicity because we have like i want to have a full life and i want a life one of my most important values is freedom the way that i used to experience freedom and the seriousness of life is head down drive 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 and then book a holiday and check out of life <laughs> that's that's how i got that feel and then get and, sick on holiday because you because <laughs> you burnt yourself out and then it's like monday eye is all a whole week of like oh my god i gotta go back and to do life you know and so it's like constantly trying to escape life so we mostly desire like we have these things contentment and fulfillment and freedom and love like that's what we're seeking we think it's in in the thing in the position in the house in the marriage in the all the things but you know really it's within us and so if we you know wouldn't it be wonderful and this is often what a lot of my clients face is this thinking like i feel so dreadful so the solution has to be something really big 
and, and groundbreaking and freaking complicated. And while I'm all up for challenges and time management and whatever, all those other things, it's, it's got, it's just not the solution, is it? Because most women have tried all of that <laughs> and realize it's not yeah. sustainable. So it's got to be something that is simple, long, like sustainable, that creates long lasting changes. And it has to be on a level that gets us thinking, feeling, being and doing differently in life. If we really understand why it is that we get in a survival mode, okay, because that's pretty much what more than 60% of women and people are feeling in the world at the moment based on some research that comes in. It's just like, wow, the, the, the baseline for our society is, is, is a survival state. Okay, that's what we're up against, what's becoming normal. And so when you understand it's not about the events, the stressful events that's happening, but how we perceive stress that gets a little wonky. And what influences that is how we think and feel about something. So like quite simply, you and I could be faced with an event like a redundancy. Okay, it's the same event. We've got this news of redundancy. But how I see it and the meaning I give it creates an event transforms it to now an experience and for you it might be like oh my gosh this is the once in a lifetime opportunity this is fantastic now i can do the thing i want to do but for me or someone else it wouldn't be me but someone else would be like oh my god this is it i'm never going to recover i don't have the confidence and it can take years to get your mojo back you understand what makes the difference how we think how we feel, how we be. And being is more of an energy, a concept, a conversation that goes beyond the mind and it's about energy. So how I approach this as a mum, working, running a business, managing clients, being spiritual communities, having trips and retreats to India, all the things, okay, is that it has to be this consistent, I call them rhythms, what we do for ourselves in the morning, the night, simple things that we do consistently has a profound impact. And it has to be, it's not about like, when I say pouring love into ourselves, often women were like, oh yeah, fantastic. Let me go out with my girlfriends and I'll get my nails done and let me book a massage and let me get a personal trainer and let me do the things. That often just adds to your to-do list and it can compound the issue because we then start like, oh, are you kidding me? Like, I've got more to do. Does that make sense, Nicole? Like, I've got more. And so we sabotage ourselves. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> yeah, totally. Not, yeah. Yeah. And, and then so, not, it also adds to the financial burden because now I've got to pay for a massage, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and it really compounds because in, inevitably, if we don't actually meet ourselves emotionally, we end up sabotaging. Like we are in smart, intelligent women. And have you noticed that often we'll get in our own way, even though we know something's good for ourselves? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so the answer isn't to do more. It, the answer isn't to find the thing. The answer is to really reconnect and discover. And we can have a chat about emotional needs if that's where the conversation goes, but to really rediscover who am I? What do I need? so that I can give that to myself because needs are needs, they're non-negotiable. They are what drive our behavior. They're what, what supports how we perceive life. So if we can give it to ourselves in a really healthy, meaningful way, then all that people pleasing, all that external validation, all that perfectionism, all that procrastination, all that sabotage, let me trip myself up, I need to go to the gym, but in fact, I'm gonna sit and watch this Netflix series and oh my God, I'm just gonna get in the pantry and just munch on, what am I eating? I've just eaten a fog eating, you know, two packets of Tim Tams. It's like, that melts away. We don't have to fix ourselves, we get to give to ourselves in a more meaningful way. So simplicity, simple things we do, has a every day it has a profound effect but we have to go at a level that's often beyond the mind working with the mind is important but really doing things for ourselves to reconnect with the 
with the power of our heart. It's not woo. This is real. This is a real scientific basis to this. And also to really support oh, how do we feel, like our mm-hmm. essence and our ability just to relax. And so that is about getting ourselves out of that survival mode so we can be in that space. Yeah. Mm. so I love all this I love everything you're saying and I find myself just sitting here I forget that I'm actually interviewing I'm just listening to you I'm just kind of like this with my mouth open (laughs) (laughs) breathe it in it feels so good right (laughs) so so I'm like okay brain come on ask the questions now (laughs) so so I'm happy we can just do some meditation come on (laughs) so you said this isn't woo Mm. And this is the science. Let's talk a little bit about that because you've come from a very science world and a very science background. And I know that there are lots of people in this world that don't, that they don't merge. It doesn't merge for them. They either that or they're that and it doesn't mm. merge. And they, I mean, there's lots where it, who, who it does that happen for. But I'm just curious, how do you integrate the two? How does that work for you? Yeah, I think, look, it's so important and and. And I think it's important for a lot of people because we have very strong, rational minds. And and that's just the way we're, we're very good at thinking, thinking things through and evaluating. In fact, we, we want a future suffer often. Let me think about all the things that could go wrong. So our mind's very strong. And it's just this beautiful element to understand that there is, you know, for some things, not all of them, some things, there's a basis to it. And that, that helps... If we can understand why we do something and the importance of of what I'm sharing. So if you're my client and I say to you, well, there's a basis for this and this is actually going to create long term brain changes, like really change your brain. And this is actually tapping into what we know about neuroplasticity. And, you know, this is about the whole epigenetics, you know, epigenetics is what can actually turn genes on, switch genes off and actually have a profound physiological effect and promote healing or not you know then you're more likely you're more likely to engage in the experiential part if you the thing coming back to needs oh my gosh so one of our primary needs is certainty so comfort and certainty is a basic human emotional need we need to feel safe comfortable and 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 assured that what is going to happen is going to be okay for me. And this is, if we don't meet this in a healthy way, this is where we find ourselves feeling really stuck because we kind of want to have a crystal ball. We put our certainty in that thing or that person. We have a need. It's going to be filled some way. It's either going to be filled healthy, resourceful, kind ways or unhealthy, unresourceful, unkind ways. You get what I'm saying? So often when we're like, oh, I don't know if I can take that leap. I don't know if I can do this for myself. I don't like, I don't, is this really working? Is it really worth my time getting up and doing this work and meditation and all the things and all the stuff that Dr. Fee's work talking about? Is it actually going to work for me? What's not happening here is that we're, we're not giving ourselves, we don't know how to give ourselves the need, non-negotiable, in a healthy way to help ourselves to feel comfortable and certain. Okay. So what that instead, if we give it to other people and other people don't show up in our life, boom, we've just risked our entire power. If we say it's the program or the thing or the job or the holiday or the divorce that's going to make me feel better and it doesn't, boom, we've lost all trust and confidence in life. We just get so stuck and we get paralyzed because this is the thing. Change is so freaking unpredictable. Change is full of uncertainty change is chaotic have you you know what i mean like hello motherhood hello new job hello saying yes you know i want more but we have to change and so if we don't know how to give ourselves what we need which is certainty and this is the key it's about who i am and tapping into that so that we have this unstoppable grace in our life moving forward meaning i know who I am and I can be my greatest cheerleader and advocate and I can hold all the things and I can change because I've nowhere to focus on. So science helps us 
when we can learn about all the things, it gives us a sense of, oh, there's some proof in this. Oh, there's some understanding. Oh, it makes logical sense. But don't just stop with that because it's freaking limited and it's a lot of bias and there's a lot of wonky energy and discordant energy in that. But we can take principles and often, you know, we forgot about principles in medicine. I think, you know, we're becoming more and more narrow focused and focused on prescription and pharmaceutical in a lot of areas. Good doctors focus on principles, which is, you know, around the whole, like looking at, you know, if we're talking about stress and chronic illness and like all of our hormones talk together. So we can't just look at things in isolation, can we? And so you know that because that's obviously the work that I was doing earlier as an integrative doctor that's led me to this. So science helps, but really where the greatest train change happens is when we go beyond the mind. So we use this to open the doorway and then concepts around healing, concepts around transformation, this how I get to think, feel, do, be differently in life. It is this embodiment, experiential. You've got to get in there. This is about wisdom. And you cannot cultivate wisdom for yourself if you're not applying it and living and having learnt experience. And so I think for me, if I was to define a spiritual path, that's probably what it is. Coming back to yourself, coming back into this wisdom of which we have this human experience for that. So you can see how I weave um, science and I always end up to this spirituality. Because it's like, open the doorway, don't stop there, sister. Go further, go further. And hello, this is why... We're facing the challenges that we are to bring us back to this, this beautiful experience of who am I? What is this all about? And wisdom, cultivating wisdom. Mm. Yeah, I absolutely love that. The idea of um, spirit, spiritual path or spirituality being really about coming back to our spirit. That to me is is so beautiful. Mm. And I think that gets lost on a lot of people because they hear the word spirituality and uh, what religion you gonna tell me to read the bible you know and then shut down doors closed not willing to look at myself but the two are actually very very different they're Mm. not they're not the same thing are they (laughs) well i mean and and like this is the thing and i get that because prior to my burnout you know, the, the way that I got here was this most unexpected spiritual awakening. I wasn't looking for it, but I was looking for it. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I mean, I was a conventional doctor. So I, I get this and I'd lost that sense of myself because earlier on in my childhood, teens, 20s, there was a definite an openness to something more. But the G word Oh my God, don't you talk to me about the G word. It was like, (laughs) and so as a doctor, you know, spirit came in the form of gin and, and gin and tonics, you know, living up in Darwin. So, you know, I I completely get it, but this is the thing. You'll either experience it. Like I have a taste of it where you like, you actually, because we're talking about something that cannot it's not logical. This is an experiential. Spirituality is an experiential process. It's the love and devotion and joy and connectedness to this power within you. It's something that is just, wow. You either have a taste of it and then you go, oh, I like that. I want more. Or you experience the duality, the contrast of that in life, which is like the stick in life, the disease, the divorce, the disaster, the despair, the disconnection. So people can, like, I, I, I don't have a desire to, like, in my world, I have people who are just so open, so connected to spirituality. At the start, perhaps different, but where I am right now, like, I, I don't need to convince people about spirituality. It's not, I have so much compassion because I've been there. It's just like, it's a choice. The choice to not be on a spiritual path is disconnection. Mm. You know, like, that's the contrast and it's either going to you're going to put up with it push it down like i did i did for many years <laughs> queen of denial and it's either you're going to have the grace to be like oh i gotta this i gotta do something about it or you just stay pushing on until your day's up and that's karma that's grace that's that that's what has to happen my job is 
as who I am and, you know, in this position of Dr. Fee and leading a bliss sisterhood is this beautiful thing of like, if you feel, feel lit up, you want to experience more than be crazy not to tap into who you are, your power. Like, oh my gosh, we've all, it's there. We've just got to tune into it. So for those who are curious about how they get to know themselves better and, and that, you know, spirituality that you speak of and learning to tap into that is that is this like a full-time job like does it become something that you do I have to sit in meditation pose 24 7 how does the what's the structure around that and then does that get easier as well yeah I think it's it you know obviously it's coming back to aligning with what we want in life and for some it will look one way and for others it will look another way and the women who myself and the women who are in my world you know we want we have a full life and we want you know often the way that we've got to a point of survival is because we give 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 I've got a big heart I love to love let me give 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 and so you know we we realize that we want a full life, but we want to be in a position where we can actually enjoy it and to have the capacity to say yes and to have the capacity to be so present so that we enjoy the moment as it unfolds. Like right now in this very moment, how beautiful is it? It's been so beautiful connecting with you. There's no, I haven't thought about being anyone anywhere else. This is, this is the moment and it's so rich and beautiful. And life gets to be like that. Having a profound life isn't in the thing, the promotion. I mean, I've a lot of my clients who have got to me have done all their things, sold their business or gone part-time or left their career or got to the top, like the top position CEO in their, in their company and then looked around and felt so incredibly lonely. So when we realize that that's not wrong to have all these things in our life is wonderful we get to have a really full life the way that we want and so therefore it is how we be in each moment to support us to be present because actually being present is very very like that's how we tap into this power the sense of what is beyond the mind the truest power that part of us that is the infinite intelligence the witness to this moment because right now as your listeners are tuning in and as you're listening to me your mind is like oh I like what Dr. Fee says or I don't like what she says and oh look at her earrings aren't they amazing and oh my god I can't believe she wore white to this why was the color you know like the mind just does what the mind says it's this commentator but there's something in there that's watching it and noticing it and has already received my words, already feels the truth, already feels moved. And it's just the mind gets in the way with that. So how the journey looks at is that you have, you know, you only end up, say, for instance, in my world because of this sense of wanting more. You want to be lit up. You want to you want to experience that, like just cherish those moments when you, you know, you look at your little like for me, I have Remy, he's seven and he has this big, beautiful smile. And I just, oh my gosh, like we are so lucky as mums to have this. If you're going to talk about a hack, you know, a hack, how to make life good. We have it available for us because there's nothing better than love. But we got to give ourselves permission to receive it. Like I can just right now tap into this moment with my little boy, Remy, before he we went to school this morning and looking at him and he's beaming up at me. And I'm like looking at him like last day of year one. And we're just having this beautiful moment where you can feel your heart just full of love. I mean, that is there any better medicine? No. And so we have this, but we just... Little bit by little bit, we start to wake up to the nature of our mind. Our mind is often what gets in the way of that experience. Oh, quick, we've got to get to school. Oh, my God, we're going to be late. What will the teacher think? What will the people think? God, what does my hair look like? Oh, come on, guys, come on. Like, it's our mind that is actually disturbing a lot. And it's not to discount the reality of life. I get it. There's moments where I lose, you know, I lose my peace. I, I completely get it. I'm so human. Don't worry. Don't put me on a pedestal at all. But the thing is, we lead ourselves through it because we're, I want, I want a profound life, which is this simple moment. So it starts, first of all, I think, 
waking up to the nature of your mind and how powerful our thoughts are. And then, and this is what I call the burnout to bliss process. So this is what journey, it's a journey. It's not a personal, one of my clients the other day said is, I thought I was going to do a personal development class, but this is like a freaking full on journey. It is. So we wake up to the nature of our mind, which is, you know, our thoughts, they can lift us up or they can bend us at the knee. And then we've got to move beyond that, which is really connecting to that emotional part of us, our feelings. And this is more powerful than any mindset work and probably don't have time to go into it. But again, this is science. A thought can create a feeling, right? If you have a, if you have a scary thought, how do you feel? Mm. Panic. Tight. Tight. Yeah. yeah, you feel scared. And then what happens is that feeling then creates a whole cascade of scary thoughts. So this is where people are like, I just have to think differently. I just got to tell myself I'm safe. But for a lot of people, like unless that thought of I'm safe is powerful enough to shift how you feel, you're going to get caught in the vortex of this thought feeling loop. And this is where people are like trying all the cognitive things to heal themselves, to have an amazing life. Like I just got to think differently. I just have to come on and they try and use willpower. But the power resides in our feelings and how we can actually shift our feeling state. So as you can see already, we're opening up this whole journey of like, oh, there's more that I can be done. So if your listeners are tuning in and we're like, I've tried all the things, I've done all the things. No, wait up. There's more because... How we feel like, you know, life is going to happen. But if we can then realize it's how I pause for that moment or do some things for a few minutes here and there to take, to lead myself through my life so that I do shift how I feel. Because if I go from a place of feeling anxious and then I know how to breathe with it and allow, because if I allow myself to feel, and then once we felt a feeling, it's a wave, it comes up, it comes up, it comes up, and then it just diminishes. And it's a process. It's something that I've had to learn and, te- you know, learn and, mm. and, and work with, because we, the, the reason why we feel stressed out is because we don't want to feel the, the negative. Okay. Mm. That's how we're conditioned. When we don't feel that we feel differently. So if I feel differently, I'm going to have a different thought. So instead of like, oh my God, I'm so, this is terrible. It's all going to be terrible. And, and you feel scared. You just, you're going to feel differently. <clears throat> then you're going to have different thoughts, which is, it's okay. I've got this. Mm. And so that is how we lead ourselves in life because we're now thinking and feeling and doing and being, and it's not about avoiding stress. It's not about being, having to get somewhere with our spirituality. It's about who are we becoming as we as we realign and tap into who we are and it's this beautiful discovery and it's going to happen for the rest of my life like as you said you know who I how I look now and how I am now is very different to when you met me five years ago wait for five years time oh my gosh you know wait five days time five days (laughs) it'll be different so I hope that answered your question. It was a long question. Yeah. As you can tell, I like to teach. Sorry. This is exactly why I wanted to talk to you. Exactly why. Because you do have a lot to offer. And and in actual fact, you answered a question I had written down that was about mindset and can we change mindsets? And I feel like you've kind of gone into that a little bit. Mm. Um, and I would love to know, I feel like this is a good segue Tell me about your programs and tell me about what it is that you, that you go mm. through. How, what, what's the process? Yeah, so I, and I was sharing this per, with you before, is that for me, like with this work, what is so exciting is that an ever-expanding blissful life does mean that you continue to grow and evolve and it's over a lifetime, which is fantastic. So I've been in this beautiful process of letting go and making big decisions and having those big conversations. And when we when we clear things, we have space to receive more, which is very, very exciting. And so we're at this beautiful time. For me, I have, you know, it came to this question of what do I want to pour my love, my time, my energy, my focus into? And so we are in this beautiful stage of the Bliss Sisterhood. So I have a, I have a sisterhood, our community of people who work in close proximity with me. But this is, this is something new where, you know, for women who are just they feel this like they can feel this but they want to come and experience feel a sense of trust like I remember 
right at the start of when I used to invest in a mentor, right year, the first time, it was like, oh my God, the biggest <laughs> decision. Now I'm working with mentors all the time, you know, because it's just pouring love into myself, growing, growing, growing. And so, you know, this is a, a place, the Bliss Sisterhood, it is uh, each month we are focused on different facets of life, of transformation. And January is about unstoppable grace. So each, each month we're focused on really exploring, you know, how it is that we, you know, pour love into ourselves and what that means. And so that whole need around certainty and comfort that I was talking about before, that's the focus for us in January when we kick off about looking at, at that. So there's training, but every month, again, because I like to weave the science and conversation and heart to heart transmission so that you walk away feeling changed and like weaving that in with energy healing. So I do transformative sessions. So there's a component of felt sense, meaning what does it mean to actually feel my feelings to experience that release so that I, you know, where there was something. And if you've, if you know what I mean, if you've been in in a survival state or if you're feeling depleted or you feel a sense of resentment or shame or or just burnt out heaviness you know what i mean there's something there energy work and they're all doing a transformative session with me is that experience of where there was something there's now nothing and so that's this beautiful wave of this community called the bliss sisterhood so we have our our community online and um, we do that on kajabi communities and a private podcast because I think it's really important that we fill our lives with inspiration to support us to tap into what's important to us because there's so much in our you know like at school community or elsewhere where we get lost and we get oh my gosh you're right maybe I should give 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 and give and give and keep up with what that mum does or what that you know what I mean and we we lose a sense of ourselves so that's the bliss sisterhood and you know I've got some a free training in December I'm not sure when this is going to be published whether it be published in time but joining us in the bliss sisterhood it's a membership so it's 108 dollars a month and you can come and there's all these free training um, that's a part of it that you can just come and binge on it like Netflix but it's good because it changes you (laughs) and you can opt out at any time but I really feel like um, you won't want to like this is this is just a really wonderful way to be and from my perspective this is how you get to know me and you get to know what I'm about and the work, you know, what does energy work mean and oh this is actually going to make a difference you can see the results and then we have my other containers, which are more in close proximity, uh, called Expanding Bliss. And this has got that whole burnout to bliss process of it, where we more than mindset, heart, and then the real soul work, which is I teach some amazing, you, you know, this is about having a bliss toolbox, but the most with, with these different tools. But the most important thing is about you knowing and discerning how to use it and when to use it, what you can do for yourself because this is about you feeling empowered. People talk about empowerment, and, but truly empowerment is who am I? What do I, what do I need? How do I give that to myself? And so that's where the mm. bliss toolbox comes in and that's expanding bliss. So yeah. Oh, sounds, sounds wonderful. I have these visuals of all these women walking <clears throat> around with these briefcases filled with all these tools and goodies. Yeah. That them find themselves, that's right. <laughs> or a doctor's bag is what I see. I can't yes. even put it as a doctor's bag because that's my thing. And it's instead of the medicine and all the tablets, you got, you know, this tool, the bliss flip, and you've got the liberate yourself technique and you've got the Moena method, all these other things. And you're like, oh yeah, this is what I need. I need this right now. <laughs> I love that. I love yeah. that. I think that's fantastic. I, I think it's about time that we can go to a doctor and have some other options as yeah. well. Because I know doctors are very busy. We often don't get that full holistic picture. So thank you. (laughs) Um, Now, uh, one of the things that I like to bring the conversation back to is happiness. What is your definition of happiness? Or Mm. how do you think we achieve it? That's kind of a a two two one. I'm probably going to give a little different perspective to this. And it's really influenced by my my beloved teacher, Sri Shakti Amma. I... I like to look at the difference between happiness and joy. And I think if we look at our emotional nature, happiness is on the spectrum. So, you know, if you could think about those amazing 
colourful colouring in pencils that we used to have as kids and we still have them here and in my house is like yellow and there's five different colours of yellow and there's pinks and there's five different colours of pinks and browns. That's our emotional nature and one of them of course is happiness. Okay. And it's important to experience happiness. It's a, a normal, natural human experience. But often happiness is where we get what we want. I feel happy because I've got that thing. I feel happy because I asked for this and I was given this and this is what I want. That's happiness. And it's important. It's on the spectrum. And, you know, we, we can't have happiness if we don't experience the negatives of sadness and you know, all the other, you know, the browns and the, and the blacks and the greys down that end. Mm-hmm. So happiness is, I think, wonderful. But if we think about that's our emotional nature, something within us, which is what I was talking about, the witness or this immutable, blissful nature, what I call the blissful self, there's something within us which is peace and it's joy. It's this, it's, it's never changing. It's just there. Like It's like even if you're having experience, enough experiences and clients of mine have experienced, it's like <clears throat> something bad may have happened and you've lost someone or there's some grief. You can be in this space simultaneously of like strength and joy, enjoying the wholeness of life and appreciating the beauty of sadness and grief. And I know that might sound really crazy. I hear myself, my Fee of 10 years ago would be saying, oh my God, what has she been smoking? I get it. But joy is this essence that is there within you and I. And, and I know a lot of women who first come into my world is like, nah, I've lost joy in my life. And joy happens even if we're not getting the things we want. Joy is there. But sometimes the mind gets in the way and says, nah, you know, I, I like this. I don't like this. I want this. I don't want this. I got what I wanted. So that to me, so happiness is so valuable. Like I really think that the way that we can experience joy is by doing things for others that make them happy. And when we see another person really happy and we have been the source of their happiness, through our love, through our words, even through our blessings, then that supports our own, our own joy. And the reason is, is because of, if you look, this is a spiritual concept. It's about universal love. It's about unified, the unified quantum field that is within me, that is within you. And so as I make you happy, you feel happy and it tickles your soul and your soul is connected to the oneness of all, which is what I'm connected to. And so this is, this is how we spread happiness, but also cultivate joy in the world. So that might be a little different. No, it's beautiful. <laughs> it's, it's one it's beautiful. is one is I feel more woven with the ego and the other is more woven with a power, like a power. Oh. Uh, an energy and essence yeah it's it's not that different I, I feel like a lot of there's similarities running through a lot of the people that we've brought on and even in my own solo podcast there's a real similarity mm. threading through which is beautiful so not that different <laughs> going, going, going. which oh, makes yeah, sense because you're magnetizing all the same <laughs> do you know what I mean it's this is the yes. beautiful thing about doing this work is that you know, initially when you start out, I remember looking around in life and just be like, how do I now fit in? Like after being a conventional doctor and having this experience of then saying, oh my gosh, like two days later, after having my first energy healing, two days later is a critical care doctor making a decision that I'm going to leave critical care, become a GP and devote my life to understanding what the hell is energy medicine and this whole experience. What the hell was that? And I've got to help people to experience that themselves. I mean, <laughs> I looked around my life and like, how do you tell that to your friends? Like, how do you, <laughs> hey, by the way, I just had this spiritual experience and I don't, I can't understand it. So it's nice when you get to a point where you are resonating with other like-minded people and it happens where it becomes yeah. more normal, you know, and that's the Absolutely. power of community and connection. Yeah. And, and, and that's why we follow our bliss, right? We've got to follow our bliss. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I think you're right. Like, I, you want to share that as well. I mean, it, there is a big part of me that wants to keep understanding. I call myself an explorer of happiness mm-hmm. because for me, it's constantly exploring self and exploring what is this? Why is this happening? But then beyond that, 
how do I then gift that and share that? Because, mm. you know, you're right. It's, it is, we are all part of the, the oneness and I want to be able to just unbottle that happiness and share it and be like, hey, drink from this. Not that, that you know. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be good? You'd be making billions. <laughs> you know, I, I love that so much. I, I think, like I get, I can feel the energy of that, of like that desire. That's what drove me for so much of my life is that desire to help others, do you know? And mm. I remember this point in my life where I was just like, oh my gosh, it was just this lightning bolt, like this, oh my gosh. And I was like, I am the most important project to God. Like I had all these projects, the healing forum and, and my work and this, and, and I was running meditations by donation. I was doing this and I was getting this community up and running. I was doing all these things to help and inspire people. And then all of a sudden it was like, ding dong, like this, dong. <laughs> hello, message coming through. You're actually the most important person and most important person project to universal love start taking care of yourself sweetheart i was like oh and i had this like oh like is my, am i about to levitate like my energy i was like oh and i realized like that's you know obviously what has helped this we got to pour love into ourselves and i and i love i love what you were saying it feels like that thing like this curiosity of how do i put myself first because yeah we once we have a full cup then of course the joy is in serving in the world. That's what this is for. You're here, you're serving, Nicole, the people that you're touching with this podcast. They come, they get lit up. It, it, there's a ripple effect, you know, and it's mm. so, so beautiful. You know, Congratulations, it's so beautiful. <laughs> Thank you so much. It is beautiful. I'm, I'm so honoured to be able to be part of it all. And and I do think about a lot of the women that were part of this group that, we, that they share with me and they say, but I just want to feel like that that's true for them they want to feel like they can put themselves first but as mothers that are you know have a lot on their plate in terms mm. of but I've got to do this and I've got to cook the food and I don't have a second to myself to go I, I am first what what would you say to them mm. I hear your sister but the desire the solution resides in that desire to put yourself first. And so this is something where I'm going to invite you to reflect on because it's not a solution. I can't say to you, okay, well, get rid of this or get a cleaner or do this or do that because every, every person has a unique situation with their own sort of resources and, you know, support available to them. So it's not in the black and white strategy. But how we can tap into what needs to happen is by being like really first of all giving out like truly giving ourselves permission reinforcing why this is important and it's not like i have to give myself love first and it's like i get to and the power of i get to is that you start to witness how life starts to flow better how your children become calmer how if you've got a child with special needs which i've have had that um, experience like being in the classroom of java's my, my eldest falling unexpectedly uh, unwell suddenly overnight losing the ability to speak couldn't walk more than 10 meters like oh my gosh I completely get that whole thing. I've got to fix him. I've got to do the, all the things. And, you know, cause I lost myself for two years trying to cure him. And finally, in this moment of surrender, I realized how connected we are and that the thing that's going to really support him is me supporting myself. And I had to, I, in that moment, I released all the grief, all the, all that energy, all that heartache, all that guilt. Like I thought I really blamed myself. I, I'd broken him and just, ah, oh, and really this is the felt sense. This is the heart work. This is what we've been talking about. And really just like honoring myself in that moment. And it was this moment so that I could breathe again. Three days later, we got the solution and he is now excelling at school. He's speaking. Like we got told he wouldn't be able to speak. 95% chance he'd have a severe stutter for the rest of his life. And he is so eloquent. He's so beautiful. He is such a shining light. And so for me, I'm unwavering. I'm unwavering in the absolute importance. I can feel the emotion there. The absolute importance of mum 
mums taking care of themselves because I've lived it. I've seen the miracle of healing. I've seen the, the, the beauty of surrender. I've, I've like not just me with my clients, you know, our children want us, the real us. They, they need that. And so sometimes we just, it's natural to get caught up in the transaction of life, the daily things, the routines, the da, 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 because we're in a survival state. So what we do is we look for threats. That's what happens. But the solution isn't out there. It's not there. So when you finally make that decision, like, oh, my God, I got to Like, I got to figure out how to put myself first, because it's not just about saying yes. It's about saying yes and not feel, feeling guilty. It's not just about getting that support or this plan, because it's what works best for you and your family at any cycle of life, because we move through different seasons in life. So. The solution is always going to be, you know the solution, you know what's going to have to happen so that you have more space in your relationship, in your life to, en- to slow down, to enjoy life. And then the way you find that is by this essence work, this energy work. And um, it's not, I wish I could say it's this thing, but it is this thing here. You connect with you because that's going to guide you for the rest of your life as you navigate your your children who change and grow and the you know having teenagers is different to having toddlers is different to having babies and so you're the one you're the one who will know what's best for them what each child needs and what's required for your family and what you need and what's you know you how to bring you and your partner back together in this level of intimacy and connection working together as a team so it again the energy mindset heart set, soul set, this work, pouring love into yourself is the way that then the strategy is born. And it's so hard because we want to know step one, step two, step three, step four. But if you're in a state of stress and depletion and you're like, what's the solution? Will you see the solution? No, because our brain becomes very stupid when we're stressed out. We, we shut off all the solution focused creative thinking centers of the brain. We can only see what doesn't work. Have you know, I mean, you know, you might talk to a girlfriend, right, Nicole, and be like, I'm sure there's a solution. There's nothing. I've thought of it all, you know, like, so the only way we can find a solution is by taking, like, shifting how we feel. Then all of a sudden, have we ever, you know, I've walked away from something and come back and there's no problem because I just feel differently about it. So too with our life. So it's this sense of I have to, to I get to and it's a process it's something we learn it's something that we then just become unwavering with like I get to pour love into myself I get to take care of myself because it's actually what my kids want and we can then compromise a little bit in the messy parts of life we can just feel more safe and held it's like let life be messy let life be a it's a perfect life is full of messy times let it because it can be beautiful based on how you're navigating it. That's amazing. Oh my gosh, yes, absolutely. And and thank you because you your story, there's so much. I mean, I got quite emotional in that story. I could feel the energy of that. And I think there's a lot of mothers and not just mothers, but also carers, um, people mm-hmm. who have elderly parents that they're looking after. And and I know that they the struggle is real. Mm-hmm. And to be able to not just... Um, allow them to have the permission but to say you know what I get to I love that that is so powerful so thank you so so much for sharing that it was beautiful Mm, you're so welcome yeah (laughs) okay so Fee I think we'll just have a little quick fire round now just some fun questions so what is your favorite book and it can be of all time or just right now Oh, the first that comes to mind is the autobiography of a yogi. This is a book that would choose you. It's one that I started first started to read and I got maybe a quarter of a chapter through and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. But when it calls you, it calls you and it is just mind blowing. And it's so significant to me because I have a guru in India and and waking up to the miraculousness of life. So it really sings to me that way. 
Oh, very nice. I actually put it down after the first chapter and then picked it back up again and put it down and I was much the same. <laughs> I was like, put it away. When I away. when I read it for the third time, I found myself, I was in LA driving in a Uber Uber to Encinitas and I was in the last chapter and the last chapter is called The Hermitage in in Encinitas. And I was like, what? Oh. I found myself finishing this book and the next day I was in Paramahamsa Yogananda's home, wow. down on the ground, crying, of course, because of the significance of this experience. So That's when amazing. it calls you, it calls you. And I get if it doesn't call you, but it is pretty amazing. Yeah. Oh, so beautiful. What would you like to unlearn? <sighs> what would I like to unlearn? I would, oh gosh. Okay, what oh. I'm unlearning right now is so much what could I choose I feel like around this sense of abundance honoring like really embodying on a deeper level that actually universal love is my source of abundance so the first time that I ever went to India I had this experience of walking around what was called the star path there and it's very funny because I was like, all right, this is what I want. Number one, I want that Amma, universal love, be the source of my security, meaning I have trust and faith that everything's taken care of and I'm open to the most expanding abundance ever. Number two, can I please have a house in Clifton Hill? Please, 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 please. And number three, uh, I'd like to have an audience with beloved Sri Shakti Amma. Hilarious, right? Like I want this to be unwavering, but can you also give me a home? So for me, I feel like it's this beautiful evolution, like let, let like totally be held that universal love is taking care. So unlearning that I'm the doer, that this is the source of my abundance. This is the source of my healing, like those pills, that thing. It's like actually really aligning with more than that. Mm, we got there <laughs> it's a big one <laughs> so what uh what's the best advice about happiness you've ever been given uh well it's what i shared really is that there is grace in making other people happy but i feel like for me the refinement of do, of that is like what is good for me is good for you is good for us so we can do things to support other people to be happy because it's the source of our joy but it's how we do it that's most important we can do it from a place of resentment like i gotta do this to make you happy or we do it because i'm so full and it's just naturally i want to help you i want to do this this you know so for me it's that understanding of the difference between happiness and joy that we spoke spoke about beautiful if you had a fairy wand and you could wave that and make some magic, what would you change about the world? Oh, my gosh. This is what the Hobeless Sisterhood is about, my friend. I'm doing it. I'm just not like wishing one day. It is honestly helping women to stop and realize we get to pour love into ourselves. And that is what everyone needs. Like women are the glue that hold so much together and what and, and this is not just an exclusion of men because some men are just, my husband's phenomenal. There's, I've got so many phenomenal men, but obviously my focus is on women, okay? So just, just as a side note. But, you know, this, I just feel so much change and the ripple effect is just phenomenal when women do this for themselves. I remember hearing the statistic as to why Care Australia, you know, a charity, focus on women and they say the reason is is when you raise a woman they bring six or seven with them like and to me i see that i feel like what is needed women have big hearts and have the capacity to be incredibly compassionate loving strong have you ever felt the the durga energy the strength of women like threaten a child and oh my god you'll see the mama bear come up and and i think that's what this like that is that is naraini my business is called naraini wellness it is this essence of strength wisdom 
and abundance wealth. That is this energy that I truly believe is what is required in the world right now. So it's about helping women to pour that into themselves so they can get tapped into this strength, this wisdom, this wealth and be that in the world because as we do it for ourselves, you know, our children elevate, our partners elevate, our careers, our everyone in our world elevates because we become that. So yeah. Mm, so nice. <laughs> and one tip, one tip for our listeners to help bring more happiness into their life, something practical. So many of us have heard about the benefits of gratitude and I'm a big advocate of gratitude, but my tip is to not just, first of all, there's science behind it. So I'm going to start with that. If we do a gratitude practice every day for three weeks, okay, in three months down the track, we can scan your brain and still see notable brain changes. Three months down the track, you, all you've done is three weeks of gratitude practice, you change your brain and it's sustainable. It's still there three months down the track. Holy smokes, this is incredible. Are we all doing a gratitude practice right now? Why not? Now, most women will be like, oh yeah, I'm a grateful person. I think grateful thoughts. I've done gratitude. There is a difference between thinking grateful thoughts and actually feeling gratitude. And the magic and the essence of change and the transformation comes in feeling grateful. And if you don't know what that is, then I'm going to invite you to really be with that. Ask the questions. Change happens when we ask specific questions. I wonder what it would feel like. I wonder what it would feel like to actually feel very, very grateful. Not just think it, but feel it. And then if you're like, hmm, yeah, I don't know then you can connect to something like you may not look around life and be like, it's really hard for me to feel grateful for what's happening. Have you seen my life, Dr. Fee? It's a bit of a, I don't know if I can say this shit show, but it's a bit of a shit show right now. Okay. Power of gratitude. Your brain doesn't know the difference between real and imagined. So sweetheart, connect to the essence of when you have felt gratitude. It could be that moment where you've picked up a little puppy and this is so cute and they lick you and then, oh my God, you're just mounting. You're so, your heart's so full of great gratitude for this gorgeous little thing. Pat a cat, like self-care can be that moment of like, oh my gosh, you know? And so to me, that's the tip. Like, yes, I could go on about energy work and breath and be present and all of that, but recognizing there's a difference between thinking and feeling is everything because that's where the magic resides gosh that's so wonderful i you actually brought back a time when i was walking down the street and i literally lost my knees and fell to the floor with just tears of gratitude mm -hmm. and i was overwhelmed Oof. with that thank you for my life thank you <sighs> and there wasn't you know that just that beauty and oh gosh if everyone could just feel oh that, my god power of that yeah. See, that's joy. <laughs> that's within us. That's within us. But we lose that because of our mm -hmm. humanness. It's not wrong. This is the yeah. process. This is the process. Mm -hmm. the, we got to just realize that all the to-do lists and the busyness of life and the competing priorities and being a mum juggling all the things, that's life. That's our human experience. Let's not fight it. Let's not make it wrong. Make it a part of the process so that we can come back and course correct to that experience of joy, which is this gratitude on your knees and just like, oh my gosh, this is a profound life, you know? Mm. Mm. That it is. Thank you so much for joining us today. I feel like we have had profound conversations here and profound wisdom and profound energy and profound love. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much for joining us. Oh, thank you for having me and holding the space and creating the space because it's sacred, you know, this, it allows this deeper sense of conversation. And um, yes, so wonderful to be here. Thank you. <laughs> Wow, wasn't that juicy? Gosh, absolutely so rich. So here's the takeaways. Understanding the spectrum of emotions is likened to that of a set of colorful pencils, each representing different emotions. Happiness is just one color on this spectrum, and it's crucial to recognize and embrace the full range of emotions, including sadness and grief. Distinguishing between happiness and joy. 
Happiness is described as a transient emotion, often linked to external circumstances and getting what we want. On the other hand, joy is portrayed as a deeper essence within us that remains constant regardless of external events and can be accessed through connecting with our blissful self, contributing to others' happiness as a source of joy. A suggested pathway to joy is by contributing to the happiness of others. Acts of kindness, love and bringing joy to others can serve as a source of joy for oneself, highlighting the interconnectedness of individual and collective well-being. The power of emotional healing. Emotional healing is presented as a powerful aspect of the journey toward well-being. Shifting one's emotional state is seen as a key to breaking free from thought feeling loops and fostering a more profound and sustainable change. Cultivating wisdom through experience. Wisdom is cultivated through lived experiences and the application of principles. While science and logical understanding play a role, true wisdom is gained through embodying and experientially applying transformative concepts. The integration of science and spirituality is encouraged, opening the doorway to a deeper understanding of oneself and life's purpose. Thanks again for listening and joining us on this journey inwards. Please do share this podcast. I'm sure one of your friends needs to hear this message, so please pass it forward. And remember, you are loved and you are worthy. Till next time. Bye.